Weekly Loss Podcast, episode number 189. Hey, cool, you fixed it. Don't expect anything. The chances of getting a signal are slim at best. Static's good, right? No. Reception is good. Wait, what's that? It's Russo's signal. Oh, crap. But this radio has a wider bandwidth. <laughs> That's what you call a party in a podcast. Hold it! Stop! Do you hear that? Welcome to the weekly Lost Edition of the Generally Speaking Production Network. Now, here are your hosts, Stephanie and Cliff. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Lost Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. <laughs> and you did that on purpose. I know. I almost couldn't do it without laughing, though. I know. <laughs> so, <laughs> welcome back, folks. We are back for yet another initial reaction podcast. And, of mm-hmm. course, we are recording live every Wednesday night at 10, 10 p.m. Or, or 10, shortly, Or shortly thereafter. Uh, and a big announcement right up front. I want to get this one right in here, right now, right away. Um, our, we have made a decision that our uh, weekend review shows from this point forward are scheduled for Friday evenings at... And now I need to go look at the schedule. Find <laughs> something. Uh, no, 1010. Uh-oh. You're looking at me funny. Is that too late? I didn't approve that. What time did... Well, we haven't talked. <laughs> well, look, can I get your seal of approval now? Ten ten would be good, wouldn't it? Uh oh, she's she's looking for things to throw at me. You cannot. You, you... All right, what time? I don't know. Ten ten's fine. Ten ten, it is. See, there we go, folks. All right, so uh, I'm you. yeah. I'll have to be taking naps on that last time. What's That's that? Quite annoying. Yeah, it is. All right, it's like so, big clips that'll never end. Exactly. And of course, uh, so basically Wednesday evenings immediately following or okay. shortly following the episode, we'll be doing our initial reactions. Mm-hmm. Friday evenings, 10, 10 p.m., uh, we will be doing our uh, weekend review. Now, occasionally, Stephanie and I will have things that will come up on a Friday evening. And if in the event that something like that happens, we'll push it back to to Saturday evening. Uh, and of course, we would make sure that everybody who is on the mailing list would be made aware of that. And if you have not yet uh, been put onto the mailing list, then of course, we want to tell you to go over to gspn.tv slash list and get on there. However, if you're a gspn.tv plus member, do not do that because you're already on the list. All plus members are already on the list. Whose list are they on? Uh, they're on Jacob's list and Ben's list and Juliet's list. I mean, every they're, so they're on like all on the, the lists. List? They're on the list. I just thought I'd just thought I'd say. So, and of course, we're doing our best to bring to you our initial reaction, but we're also inviting folks to call in their initial reaction. So, right. Stephanie, before do you, do we want to take a call first, or do we want to just give our initial reaction first and then talk to the person who's on hold right now? How would you like to handle this? I don't know. What, let, let's let's give you the first round of response. Okay. So I had said that I only had one thing to say. Yes. I'm going to quote my daughter's favorite movie. Okay. And say that was totally wicked. <laughs> that was totally wicked. <laughs> what what ju- what part jumped out you, at you the most? What part didn't? Okay. You know what part jumped out at me the most was the lost at the end because I'm like, it's over already. No doubt. I felt like I had just sat down to watch. 
It was. It, it was went su- far too fast. It did. It did. It, but yet it was. It was chuck full of great stuff. This episode. Um, it is. I, I. I absolutely loved season five, episode one, and episode number two. I think it was the best premiere, the best return to Hands Lost. Hands down. Hands down. And then this episode, on top of that, it's getting here's better. What, here's I think that there are a lot of people out there who were very quick to um, to have negative criticism about yes. episodes one and two uh-huh. that are like kicking themselves right now. No, I, 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 I'll have to. I'm going to stand up for the people who are really upset with the time travel thing. I, I think that those people are still upset. <laughs> but then they Although, shouldn't have never watched the show because they've well, been setting no. it up from the beginning. Well, no, we'll we'll cover that in the weekend review because we got some feedback on that. But I will just say that those people have a lit. I mean, Stephanie, just like you oh, and I, I know, just like you, I have sometimes, the right to call it ho hum. Mm-hmm. They do too. I get it. Okay, so let's make sure that we don't discount their. I you said know, there are some people that who are, are kicking, kicking themselves. themselves. Okay, I would agree with that. One of them Matter of fact, has one already of, kicked themselves on Twitter, so yeah. that's how I... Somebody actually, um, basically, uh, somebody in the chat room says, I retract my jumping the yeah. shark statement. Yes. Oh, maybe it was in the chat room. It then. was in the chat okay. room, yes. So, so that was, was awesome. It was brilliant, and they are so answering things and opening new questions, and we're only on episode three. I know. It, it's like, we've. I mean, oh my gosh. I'm just going to jump right into it. Okay. Charles Widmore. How cool is that? Hello. I mean, now a lot of people said I didn't see that one coming. However, I knew that Widmore had, had been on the island before. I, I, I had suspected that Widmore had been on the island before. Well, I thought we had known it due to his conversation with yeah, Ben. Yeah, he says getting back to the yeah. island or something like that. Yeah. Maybe. It's yeah. my island. No, it's my island. You know, they yeah. were fighting. Yeah, him. you're right. You're right. We had known that he had been there before. Exactly. And so I didn't I didn't expect it at that moment and it didn't you know it didn't click but man gosh that was awesome mm-hmm. I mean I I I would agree with those people I didn't see it coming I like when John but I says. I wasn't surprised when they said it right I, I mean I was I was how do I say that not that I wasn't surprised because I was surprised I mean because I didn't see it coming but it wasn't total shock yeah but it, but it made sense yes. I guess what yeah. it's like oh that fits I like when John says. Nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah. Because he now knows that that's the whole, you know, the reason. Which that he's never met Widmore. He's only no. heard lots heard, of things right, about this right. guy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I think the only one who has met him would have been Desmond. Right. Before the Oceanic Six got off of the island and then now Sun. Yeah. But I don't think anyone else has. Anyone else from. Flight yeah. 815 has has met him. I don't know. I haven't really given it any thought, but but I just it, you're right. When it's yeah. just I, the only thing I had thought of just right then and there is nice to meet you. It's like oh, it. I've heard some stuff about you, right? But not you now. Your reputation precedes you. <laughs> I've heard about you in the future when you're no longer here. Yeah. So yeah, it, it was it was a really cool. Um, whatever. Um, I loved that we saw a lot of Desmond. Yes. In this episode. I what, really like him. So did you know that Desmond and Penny were had a child? I did. Okay. Had I not called that from... You did? the Before we sat down to watch the preview... You did? Last week. Um, I don't like that they named him Charlie. You don't think so? Why? No, because they're hiding from her dad. And it just 
connects them in some way. What? Tell me, explain that to me because I don't understand what your your beef is against the name Charlie. Go, say that again. Unless it's after Charlie, my Charlie. But his name, I mean, Charlie is, is a it's nickname not, for Charles. It's not Charles Woodmore. It's, yeah, no. It, Desmond and Penny named him Charlie because, because of, of my Charlie. Yeah, because was, okay. Charlie gave his I'm, life. I was just saying. Charlie I, sacrificed his life. Yeah. To get them together. Okay. Definitely not named after granddaddy. Good. Obviously, Penny's been hiding from dad. Well, that's what I was saying. So, that's yeah. right. If that was the way that they yeah, were going to write no, it, that no, didn't no. make sense. But yeah. definitely writing it after yeah. our beloved Charlie is, Absolutely. is completely different. Yeah, and it makes perfect sense because if it had not been for Charlie, right. Desmond Penny never would have been reunited. And therefore, in, in remembrance Absolutely. of this man's sacrifice, obviously, that's who he's named after. Okay. All right. So are we ready to take our first call before we go any further into the discussion of this episode? Sure. All right. All right. So on uh, line number four, we have Crystal from Philadelphia. Crystal, what do you think about this episode? This was an amazing episode. Absolutely amazing. I am blown away. What is your favorite part? Well, I got to say, last week when we first meet Charles Widmore before we know it's Charles Widmore. There was like a thought in my head, this could be him because they have the same accent. Oh, I didn't. And he I wouldn't said, have known that. They have the same accent and he said, this is my, our island. The way that Widmore always says, it's my island. Very good. But I didn't say it, I didn't say it out loud because I thought, well, that might be a little too crazy, but as we learned this episode, it wasn't. But what really blew my mind was the fact that Locke didn't take the shot. What would have happened had Locke taken that shot? There's no penny. If there's no penny, then there's no need for Desmond to be on the boat. He won't crash land on the island. He's not going to be there to push the button, which means he's not going to be there to turn the fail safety to save the world. Right. And, right. and of course, do you, do you think that maybe the island... You know, the, the the fact is, is he could, even if he would have pulled the trigger, kind of in the same way that Michael tried to do things when he was off the island, do you think that had he tried to pull the trigger, that it wouldn't have clicked and that it wouldn't have happened? Um, well, I, I, I think that's why Locke didn't pull the trigger, why he couldn't pull the trigger. Right. I think that the island wouldn't let him the same way that uh, there, there are other little things where people want to do things, but they can't. Right, they, they physically can't do it, and I think that's why he couldn't do it. I I happen to believe that he didn't want to. I, I don't think he physically wanted to, um, to to do it. I think I think Locke, what he said was just like totally awesome. It's like mm-hmm. no, he he's one of my people, uh, absolutely. And and so I I really personally I don't think he wanted to. Now had Sawyer had the gun initially and had that up close shot, that's where I would have seen the gun failing. Maybe mm-hmm. it wouldn't have gone. It wouldn't have hit him exactly. Did but you want to bring up anything else, uh, Crystal, while you're on here? Uh, no, that was the most, you know, other than naming the child Charlie, which I thought was the sweetest thing ever. Very cool. Well, we appreciate you calling in and, and hope to hear from you again very soon. Have a good night. Thank you. All right. So that was awesome. Uh, and, of course, the phone line's back open again. You might be on hold for just a few minutes, but... Uh, but we do invite you to call in, and, and we'll randomly take calls through the show. I, I kind of right. like this, you know, just randomly having people call in. So, yeah. Stephanie, I have some notes here. Um, 
<clears throat> one of the things that I did during this episode was I de- I definitely made note of all the audio clips that I want. Did you? Yes. Okay. And so basically, let's just go through here. Obviously, we have already talked about uh, Penny and, and Desmond. And, and, and you mentioned at the end, it's like, oh, my gosh, the end of the episode. And there was no Jack and Kate mm-hmm. and Hurley and Saeed and Ben. Which is totally cool because... It really was because it really took the entire episode for me to even realize that. Right. It was moving that well. Yeah. So, obviously, Desmond and uh, Penny... Penny was not very happy with Desmond at all. The fact that they were going to Oxford, uh, they did not want to go to to the to the island of Great Britain. Right. I, I loved how he was talking to his son. There's this island, and it's like, and then he's like, it, it was called Great Britain. It's like, oh, okay, that, <laughs> so it was special. It was special, right. yes. And that's where we fell in love, and that's where he broke my heart. So anyway, she was not happy with mm-hmm. him, and she was adamant that she wants no part of anything that has to do anything with this island and he made a promise to her and of course uh he says i promise i'll be back and she said she asked him to make another promise which he never made he didn't make He's, it why would i want to go back to that island yeah he didn't promise that he, he did wouldn't. not promise that he wouldn't and i think that that was pretty cool that they didn't uh be, that he didn't and i wonder if he also has to go back i don't know you know right i i know that the the news outlet thinks that only six came back but obviously desmond right. was on that island too and i'm wondering if he will also need to go back and i wonder if it, and and What's interesting here is obviously I was a little shocked that that Desmond lied to Ben. Here we are talking. This is not initial reaction. I guess it is. But anyway, um, so we have another caller coming in and uh, we'll we'll pick up that in just a moment. But anyway, um, this I, I was surprised and shocked to hear Desmond lie to Penny. You know, it's like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, she died. And he's like, why are you lying to me? Exactly. Where she, is she? Yeah. She caught on right away. Yeah. So so where is Daniel Faraday's mom? In L.A. And where is Jack and Ben? In L.A. And what else do we know about Daniel Faraday's mom now? That she is a what kind of person? I don't know. Somewhat private? Oh, yeah. Hmm. Sounds like somebody that would be somewhat private might hide out, carry, you know, kind of protect her identity with maybe a hood. And maybe hide out in a place where maybe you at least think to look for somebody, maybe in a monastery. Right. In a basement, maybe. It sounds, that sounds to me like somebody who's a little bit somewhat private. Or that sounds like a lot of viewers who want the story to be written their way. <laughs> no, come on. No, I agree. Work with yeah, me no, here. I, I, I'm... You, you know, you know, so I'm, I'm asking you, mm-hmm. do you believe that Miss Hawking is Daniel Faraday's mom definitively you have to definitively? give definitively are are you certain that Mrs. Hawking is Daniel Faraday's mom cuz i am 100% certain mm-hmm. i have no doubt i'm asking do you really? agree yeah I, and you don't have to agree and I, and i'm not going to go back and i'm it. not I mean, going to dance and do a, a, a little celebration dancing well, i was right you were wrong you're not going to sing madonna no i won't do that <laughs> okay but i'm just asking you know are, are, i think it makes sense okay so you agree that it makes sense but you're not certain of it you're you're you would be saying eh, maybe maybe not i think it has to be okay i do mm-hmm. 
it makes sense. It, it has to be. I haven't given much thought over whether I definitely think it is, but um, I'd caution them to add another character to the show, so it has to be her. Right. <clears throat> and, and last week, we, meaning a lot of people, were saying that Mrs. Hawking was Faraday's mom, right? And, of course, it didn't make sense because what did Desmond say? Or not, what did Desmond say, but what did Faraday say? Go to Oxford. Mm-hmm. See my mom. And, of course, we know that Mrs. Hawking was not in Oxford. She was in... Well, she could have because here's... Um, the island is... As soon as the Oceanic Six left the island, it started jumping through time. Okay. Correct? What's, say that again. I was looking at the chat room for just a second. Okay, here's the better. Our, we already know that uh, the mainland and the island are not on the same time wavelength thingy going on. Right. Right? Right. Okay. As soon as the Oceanic 6 left, uh-huh. the helicopter flew away. They watched it disappear. Right. And it's been jumping ever since then. Not the island hasn't been jumping. Through time. The the people have been jumping through time have. on yes. the island. Yes. Follow me. Hello. I'm, Why I'm, do I have to fill in all the little blanks for you? Come on. I'm listening. Keep moving. Hi. So now I forgot where I was. <laughs> on the island, they're jumping through time. Right. But has that just been the course of one day of jumping through time? And we're three years ahead on the mainland? Or have they been jumping yeah. through time for three years while they've been on the mainland? So Faraday. So when Faraday so went to the island, when Faraday went to the island, his mom was in. Ago. It was three years ago. His mom was in Oxford. Stephanie. Now I'm going to give you. A, it's an interesting theory. It's three years Check later for Desmond, and she's not there anymore. You know what? That is awesome. See, you totally rock, Thanks. Stephanie. I'm glad I listened <laughs> to you. Cliff, Cliff, the chat room thinks girl with gun is Ellie Eleanor Hawking. Oh my gosh! I like that. The chat that room is gets awesome. That's an interesting. Theory, oh yeah, so. chat, dear chat yeah. room. It's an interesting theory. What if Widmore is Wait Faraday's dad? Wait a second. So fair that if if that's the case, then Faraday is seeing his mom. Kinda. If yeah, that's Mrs. what they're Hawking, saying. Interesting. I like that. Although, I guess does he learn his? Does Faraday hear her name? I don't know. I I mean, and of course, in the chat room, people are saying her name was Ellie or whatever. But when but he have, had, are you telling me he's that's never? That's why she seen, looks familiar. Have you? Are you telling me he's never seen a young picture of his mom? I mean, I, I find that hard to believe. Even yeah. I've seen pictures of my mom as so he would recognize her, but she wouldn't recognize him. Yeah. Unless the others don't believe in taking photos of themselves. Maybe. Hmm. But anyway, my only question in, in that is that what if um, Widmore was Faraday's dad? Ew. Because they were on the island at the same time? I don't know. I don't know at all. About the same age? Yeah. I don't know. He keeps tabs on her now on the mainland. Hmm. He funded his research for 10 years. Have we ever heard of a Mrs. Widmore? No. Interesting. I'll give you a... It's an interesting theory. I'm just making it up as I go along now. You're, you're racking them up there, Stephanie. <laughs> so we have another caller on the line. Let's, okay. let's, yeah. let's, let's go to, call, to line number eight and see who's on here. All right. On line number eight, we do have Nicole from Illinois. Nicole, you're on. Go ahead. 
Hi, I just wanted to see what you thought about this Bikini Island thing. Um, I posted about it in the forums, but um, there's this island called Bikini Island, actual island, um, in, like, Micronesia, and in the 50s, it was a nuclear explosion test area, and um, there's a lot of ties in the story to Lost. Um, there was a bunch of um, people that got uh, radio, what's the word, the contamination from the radioactive contamination, mm-hmm. and um, it's the Wikipedia um, entry said that um, a French team of scientists did a, did tests on the island. And people um, had, or the women had faulty pregnancies, miscarriages, stillbirths, and damage to their offspring as a result of the testing. Um, the The island is also a ship graveyard, which you know, could kind of relate to the um, Black well, Rock. But um, I was looking at this before the episode, and you know, Jughead was the name of. Um, of the hydrogen bombs that between like 1946 and 58. Absolutely. So, uh, there's a lot of ties between that story and the episode tonight. I thought it was interesting. Very cool. Well, Nicole, I, I really like that. And, and, uh, definitely seems to have some tie in there definitely with what's going on. And, and now is, is bikini Island, is it in the South Pacific? Um, it says it's in Micronesia. Macronesia, and I, of course, I am geographically uh, challenged. So we'll, we'll we'll we will turn to the uh, we will turn to the famous chat room here, and they're saying yeah. So it sounds like that, that would be yeah, the case. To you though, or to I don't know. Okay. It could be yeah to us, or it could be yeah to something else they're talking about. Macronesia, folks, we need to know: is it South Pacific? And they're saying yep. yep. Although. Okay. They're actually still having another conversation. Did yes, you South okay. Pacific? Okay, no, good. I thought that was really interesting. That that actual story from history really corresponded. Very cool. I'm getting a little bit of my echo back. Uh, Nicole, thank you so much for calling in. You're welcome. All right, we really appreciate it. All right, so uh, let's see here. Next up, um, basically, that's going to tie into something that, uh, let's see, who did this? Uh, Well, is that, I I didn't get to ask if that was Nicole from Nicole's Lost blog. So um, if you're in the chat room, Nicole, tell us, please, if that's you uh, from Nicole's Lost blog, because I would love to know to make sure that we kind of connect all the Nicoles together here. We're we're putting all kinds of pieces of puzzles together in the community and in Lost. Although uh, Stephanie, I'll, I'll have you keep an eye out for her response to see. All right. Okay. So anyway, um, basically, for this episode in the um, forum, they Nicole's Lost is the username over at gspn.tv/forum, and uh, she posted a, uh, a se- in a section that said where they were discussing the title of Jughead, you know, who is Jughead? What, you know, is this going to be a uh, a nickname whatever? If you weren't careful, you could have missed it. Yeah. It it's, was on the side of the missile. Exactly. Be- and uh basically in the form, this is what Nicole's lost actually posted. She says Jughead is probably referring to the EC series nuclear/atomic slash bombs produced in the United States government in 1954. 
the Mark 17 and Mark 24 were the first mass-produced hydrogen bombs deployed by the United States, and it goes on and on and on. And then it says, it is often incorrectly stated that the MK-17 was the first hydrogen bomb stockpiled. This is not correct. Uh, five examples of the EC-14 alarm clock prepared for... Ooh, alarm clock? Mm-hmm. Interesting. 108 mm. minutes. Anyway, uh, prepared for possible use during the February 1954. There were also five examples of the E-16 Jughead. Uh, in, I can't... Cryo, okay, uh, Jughead Cryogenic Bomb. A Let's see here. A direct development of the Mike device produced starting January 1954. Um, and basically, so it goes on and talks about the fact that, you know, Jughead refers to a possible atomic bomb. Mm. And so knowing that ahead of time, I was not surprised to see the big atomic bomb. And um, I had assumed before I read this, uh, going all the way back, if you'll remember season five, episodes number one and two, um, when we first saw the, uh, when, well, when we first saw Charles Widmore and the other okay. guy, uh, attack Juliet and, uh, Sawyer, mm-hmm. I, I assumed right then. Broken this, neck guy? Yeah, the broken neck guy. Uh, that this was in the 50s. That, that, that their, their outfits appeared mm-hmm. to me to be something you well, might see in the 50s. we said that on the weekend review, didn't we? Yeah, we did. So anyway, um, just want to say, you know, very interesting stuff, and I love this time travel. I, if anything, this show is, you know, every single time they jump from one time to the next, I love this show even more. And, and that goes so far against what some other people and how they feel about it. So, Stephanie, anything else that you want to bring up? Um, something just in the initial reaction to this thing that, that you absolutely adored and loved? Penny is a good wife. Explain that statement because okay. you said that during the show and I think I you're absolutely right. Um, he said that he would just drop it. I told you I would, you know, one day was all it's going to take and I didn't find her and, and it's over. I'm done with it. I'm, you know, we're going to, we're going to move on. And she says, um, you're not going to be able just to let it go. And so I guess we're going with you. And so even though it's against everything she wants to do, She's supporting her husband. Right. She, she's a fantastic wife. I love that they've written her that way. Absolutely. I definitely enjoyed that as well. It was, it was a great storyline. Um, you know, there was another uh, apparent love story happening on the island. And the scene where Faraday explains, right. I love this woman yep. sitting next to me. And, and I wouldn't do anything to hurt her. That's right. Except and, not tell her what's wrong with her. Exactly. <laughs> And so at the very end of the episode, that last little jump through time seems to have brought on the nausea, uh, the dizziness, and obviously... Well, she was already having the dizziness and the double vision. Oh, was she? Earlier in the episode, he asked her, Uh are you feeling dizzy or having double vision? She says, well, actually, I've had both. Oh, okay. Do you know what's wrong with me? He says, you're going to be fine. Yeah. He's, and so, didn't he promise her he'd be she'd be fine? I think so. Yeah, that, that Well, I think he's I think her being fine has something to do with Desmond finding his mom. Hmm. What what do you mean by that? I don't know yet. But when she started showing symptoms, he became very insistent upon oh. getting in the hatch to Desmond. So what do you now, think her connection is to all of that? I don't know. 
I, I, I don't know. You I don't think they're brother that. and sister, do you? Ew. I know, but I'm just asking. <laughs> then locks, then lost will jump the shark. Okay? Yes. Um, uh. No, I don't think that they will be related, but um, I think that I don't know what I think. Okay. Well, I you, think that the show gives me a headache. You think the show gives you a headache? But I love it. As long as you don't start have experiencing nosebleeds, I think we're okay. Personally, yes, Boone and Shannon were. Someone in the chat room is saying that Boone and Shannon were. Yes, the, well, but they had no. Yeah, right. there was no blood relation, and they were much older when they became siblings. So it was more growing up best friends than growing up siblings. Yeah, I agree. We have somebody on line fifteen now. Although I'm not condoning incest. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the private practice podcast. <laughs> Which we're not going to go Why to right that now. show? Because they didn't they have a, don't you remember the scene? They they had that as a, one of their themes. Did they? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they did. But they didn't know. Yeah, the couple didn't know it. Right. No, the husband did. Oh, that's right. I'm telling you. Oh, okay. Okay. I forget things. All right. Let's, let's see who's on line 15. All right. So we have Ed from South Carolina. Ed, you're on line 15. Go ahead, my friend. Well, I was just going to mention about, you're talking about Charlotte, you know, um, Remember last season where um, Miles uh, had said to her something about, like, she was coming back to the island for a certain reason? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? So I guess I'm just kind of still wondering where that kind of fits in. And then with Daniel, with him being, and I don't know if y'all discussed this before, but with Daniel being there with um, Dr. Chang, whatever his name is, the Marvin Campbell guy, mm-hmm. it makes me wonder if there's, which time period they jumped into now. Because obviously he was there whenever Dharma was there because he was working behind them. So I wonder if they're kind of back into the Dharma age and not necessarily back in their um, the present time. When when are we talking about? Um, at the end of the show where they, 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 they jumped again. Okay, so they jumped again. Did we see anything when they jumped again? No, we just saw plants. We, yeah, so so there's really no clue then. Yeah, but the only thing we do have to clue is that that fact that Daniel was there when Marvin Campbell was doing the video. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know, and so obviously he was in that, and then from the you know the previous stuff with the um, um, the, the Dharma Initiative during the summer, you know, he was in part of that video as well. Right. Yeah. Um, so it makes you kind of wonder where that's going to play out. But I was just, but kind of going back to the, the Charlotte, I wonder still what her connection with the island is. Yeah, it, it seems weird because obviously she's been searching, trying to get back to the island all this time. Um, and, of course, we remember when we saw her uh, and she was digging up the bones and she found um, the Dharma. Dharma polar bear. Yeah, the, par- the polar bear. And, and uh, basically, she, didn't she say she was searching for her home or something? Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah, I think that, see, we know that... Faraday's been on the island before because they did show him with, you know, in the, where they were building the station with Chang. I think that they've done a pretty good job of, of showing Charlotte's connection with the, just the few times that they've dropped the line of, you know, she's coming back home and she's looking for her home and all those things. I think that they definitely need to connect miles to the island definitively Right in the next episode, so so that that would as lead, the baby that would lead 
possible credence to what Ed is saying is that maybe they're now, even though, of course, we don't see anything in that field, uh, but maybe this is um, Dharma age time now, and this is where he's going to actually run into to a candle, and, and we see that story maybe in the next episode. Okay. Because they got to mm-hmm. tie up Charlotte before they kill her off. Yeah. Yeah, right. I, I really hate to see her go because I've really started to enjoy her character. Yeah, well, you know, we were expecting so much from her last year, and they kind of haven't done a whole lot with her. It's just kind of tagging along. Right. And so that's frustrated me. But other than that, I really enjoyed the episode, and I thought it was great. Very cool. Well, Ed, thank you very much, as always, for calling in. We very much appreciate you being such a big part of the community here at gspn.tv. Glad to do it. Take care. All right, bye. All right, so with, uh, the phone lines are still open here, and uh, there's still time for you to get your call into the Initial Reaction podcast. And we invite you to do that now. Uh, the phone number is in the chat room. And uh, let's see here. Stephanie, uh, basically... My question is, I had a question there for a second, and I forgot what it was. Oh, one of the things that just uh, seemed a little odd for me was that, you know, last week we saw many jumps through time. Yes. And they seem to be, this episode, they they seem to stay stationary for a much longer period of time. Are they, or are they showing us more in that amount of time okay i see what you're saying because in the last time obviously they did do some trekking you know like they, they from showed- one place to the next which could have been the same amount of time but instead of showing us walking from the camp to the hatch which could be uh, that could have been a whole half day's hike right. instead of doing that they showed us the flashback on exactly. the, in la right okay i agree with I, you. I think that they're still they're still jumping at the same pace Right. They 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 still don't know when they're going to happen, you know, but I don't think they're coming any slower now. Right. Okay, well we got somebody on line 16, I believe. <laughs> All right. So let's take a look and see who we have here. All right, on line 16 we have Jeff in Indianapolis. Jeff, good to hear from you, my friend. Hey, it's Jeff in Indy, although I am actually in He's in North South Carolina. Carolina. Uh, South, Carolina. South Carolina today, so uh Okay, um so Barely. I don't even think your wife knows where you're at because all day she was she doesn't. She, she was twittering um, NC North Carolina. She's never sure. Anyway, <laughs> um, Desmond jumped out before they could do anything with the bomb, but presumably they did something with it. Oh yeah. So so let's think about when Saeed was underneath the hatch of the Swan, and they were talking about how thick the concrete was, and he said the only time I've ever seen concrete this thick is when you're doing something with nuclear weapons. Uh-huh. So, has that bomb been underneath Desmond all this time in the Swan Station? I think it has. I, I think there's there's no question in my mind that that is exactly what they're, you know, we're going to need lots of concrete. And, of course, that, you know, right. they're going to they're dig this um, place up. They're going to bury this bomb underneath a bunch of concrete. And in my opinion, <laughs> I don't know what it is, but in my opinion, oh. that they also built something. Uh, oh, yes. Jeremy um, Fleegon in the chat room says a leaky H-bomb could explain the quarantine. It could. Okay. And the sickness. Mm-hmm. Well, it could. It could. And I'm, I was tr- trying to run that through my head now. But remember, if this happened, I'm assuming that Ellie told them, okay, this guy told me that we need concrete or lead or something. So it would have been buried sometime in the 50s, 
yet Danielle didn't show up until the 80s. Yeah. So what's that so, have to do with anything? Or 90s. Well, I just didn't know if, if, if the sickness lasted that long and then it just suddenly is gone within. I, I just seemed, I'm not sure on the timing if that works because I was running that through my head too. Is that the sickness? Because that would oh. make sense. But it's just the timing I'm not sure of. It's like 40 years later, and they're still having radiation issues, but then 16 years after that, they're okay. That's what I'm not really sure on. Okay, I see what you're saying. But, so. but no, I was running that same process in my head. I'm like, that must be the sickness, but I'm just not sure if the timing's right or not. So It could definitely, it, it definitely got to be the quarantine, though. Yeah. That, yeah, I mean, why, that why the hatch is quarantined? Right. Although the hatch wasn't even made till the seventh, but when that know. exploded, when the is well, they obviously built the hatch over top of that. Yeah, but oh, if but the hatch question. imploded, that's a good question. What happened to the bomb if the hatch imploded? Yeah, that, well, I think it's still under there. Okay, that's my that's my thought on it. See, every answer they give us gives us even more questions. Yeah, Something I don't know. Unstable. Somebody, would... Oceanic Seventh uh, in the chat room says vaporized. Maybe, maybe that's why it imploded. Hmm. Why did it? Why did it have such a magnetic force to it? Do, do these bombs? Did they have a magnetic uh, force? Hmm. Hmm. Don't you want to know? Hmm. Jeff, thank you so much for calling in, my friend. Uh huh. All right, we'll talk to you soon. All right, folks. Um, so basically, some more interesting questions, some some exciting reveals. Uh, definitely a lot to put together. Freelance Fox in the chat room says nuclear bombs do have an EMP effect. Now uh, that's an electromagnetic mm-hmm. pulse. So mm-hmm. uh, very very good. Hmm. Very interesting. So yeah. And uh, uh, Patrick in the chat room says, I think super cold hydrogen is very magnetic. <gasps> so maybe, maybe they, maybe the button every 108 minutes was cool to it? keep the, uh, to keep the bomb cool. And if you didn't cool it, maybe that, this is all coming together now. I like this. <laughs> this is fun stuff. We have time for one more call before um, before we run out of here. So if anybody wants to call in, you have one last chance to do that. And, of course, then we'll tell you how you can call in for the Weekend Review podcast, which... Uh, it's just two days away. Two days away from now. So anyway, Stephanie, anything else that you want to bring up? Uh, obviously, we'll be covering you know, this entire weekend or this, in the weekend show. We'll be covering everything. But uh, definitely... Definitely. Oh, I do. Ha- I just want to say one thing. I have a new favorite character in the show. Lost now. It, you know, it, I, I, <coughs> I've had, I've had two different um, characters in the past that have been like, you know, characters that I've like said is my favorite. Right. Right. Uh, one was Hurley. You know, for mm-hmm. a short period or for a good period of time. John Locke has been my favorite for a period of time, uh, and now I have a brand new, and it is definitely Richard Alpert. Mm-hmm. He is my favorite character on the show Lost right now. Really? I, I, I mean, he he's is very intriguing. And they did admit that he's old. They did. Oh my gosh! Yeah, when we get the weekend review, we'll that's going to be something. One of those clips are going to be like, "So how long's he been on the island?" Or, right. No, I, I, so I didn't expect to see Richard. Richard's always been here. Yeah. I love that line. It was awesome, <laughs> and of course, we got to see how you know Richard and or why Richard 
came and uh, see, you know, saw Locke when he was younger. Yes. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. <clears throat> I kind of like that's how, how they, he. Yeah. I liked how they wrote that in. All right. I think they're going to write it all in a loop. I, I now that that's been suggested by someone, it totally makes sense. Exactly. All right. So let's see. We have somebody on line 23, I believe. Or they'll write a break for the loop. <laughs> I heard you. 23. <laughs> All right, so on line 23, we do have somebody special. We have Andrea Zuniga from Florida. Soon to Hi, be guys. soon to be somebody heading over to New York City. Mm-hmm. Yes, can I borrow some of your snow, some of your snow, please? Yes, you can have borrow all the snow it. you, you can want. Have it all. We have 13 inches on the other half of my driveway if you want to come shovel it. And and 4 days without school, so you can most definitely have all you want. Andrea, what do you think about this episode? What what kind of ideas do you want to share with us here? Well, I have two things. I I kind of agree with you. I'm really loving Albert and how he's so flexible and how he switched on a dime. Um, at first, he was hesitant to see who Locke was, and especially he was like, "Who is this guy saying he's he's our leader?" And then the second he says about um, about uh, you know he's like you know you 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 told me to come here and you know I'm going to be your leader and all this stuff. He kind of like put the, he put the gun down and he actually listens. I thought that was pretty cool. Absolutely. So, well, the thing is, I'm wondering if he didn't get the chance to show him the compass, to, you know what I mean? To to be like, yeah, you know, this is who I am. And He did show him the compass. You. Did he? Yeah, yeah. Because don't you remember mm-hmm. the conversation? He says, so you're telling me I gave this to you? And he says, "Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. But he doesn't remember it." You know? and, and and so and then I was like, "I'm like, okay, John, ask for the compass back, just in case when you see him again, you can maybe try this again." But no, he keep Richard Alpert keeps the compass, and Which in two in, in two more years, he yeah. says, "Listen, I'm going to be born, and then when it comes time, go and visit me." And yeah. that's when we see Richard. And, of course, he says, which yeah. one of these already belongs to you? And exactly. the compass is one of them. So, yeah. He, so, that. Richard did get to see the compass. You're right. You're right. You're right. I love that part. Of I the did, compass. too. I love this show. It's I awesome. Did, I did, too. It's great. My question is, who the heck is, um, um, what's her name? Charlotte's uh, uh, constant, then, you know? Do we know? I don't uh, think yeah. we know yet. I don't think we know yet, and I'm wondering. Because I would have thought it would have made sense for Faraday to be her constant, but I don't know. I guess not. No, I'm. I'm thinking. I'm. Obviously, I, I, I'm. We're. We're hoping, that, of course, that they're not related. Uh, yeah. But we're thinking that somebody off island uh, is going to be her constant, and and Desmond hooking up with Hawking may be the the key to to providing that, and of course. Fair, Faraday knows a whole lot more than anything he's shared verbally, and I'm mm-hmm. thinking there is some stuff in that book about Charlotte. Obviously, he, you know, you don't just fall in love with somebody over a short, brief period of time. He's actually fallen in love with her quite, you know, quite a time before they actually were on the island, and so right, he he he's got plans. This is why he was able to say, "Listen, I promise, you know, I'm I'm going to, I'm gonna, you're going to be fine." Which I don't know. It didn't look too good for her at the end, did it? No, yeah, it, it's especially when she's already like completely losing control, and he's starting to realize that there's not much time. Unless he's been to the future, which is possible. Well, you know, speaking of knowing the future, knowing connections like that, Miles was awfully quiet this episode, or is that just me? He was a little was. bit, but he still had some good lines. I love still snarky. Yeah, <laughs> he's like I'm okay. I'm, I'm fine. Don't worry about me. Yeah. 
appreciate that. He did um, recognize the grave of the four soldiers. Yeah, and one of them had radiation. And, and I love how um, and three of them were shot, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love how fair it is. Fair it is. Did they say what year it is? <laughs> I know. That's awesome. <laughs> I know. Well, well, they're all confused about the years. Like when Desmond's like, "What? Uh, I don't remember what year it was." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, another interesting thing too is um, how my favorite line though from the whole episode was with Sawyer. He, has, he always has like the, the witty remarks, and he's like, "Are you going to stay in Crazy Land or help me save the geek?" Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. I love that Sawyer is like, dude, we got to go get the geek. <laughs> Come know. on. That's more James than Sawyer. Yeah, that was, yeah, that's James. Sawyer for you. would have never saved the geek. Yeah. <laughs> I just like that he said As, save the geek. I know. <laughs> well, yeah, awesome. No doubt. No doubt. You got to save the geek. Well, I think that they are writing to their audience in that. Yes, they are. They've well, got to be. You, you know, that's a good storyline because in, in the very beginning of episode one, the, the <laughs> Sawyer and the geek meet pretty much for the first time. Mm-hmm. And they don't hit it hit it off too well at first, Mm-mm. but uh, now Sawyer. Give me your like, shirt. I went. Who's gonna hit it off with him? Here's the thing. I love that they're on the island. They, you know, obviously it's hot because they're all dripping with sweat. I mean, they must spray Juliet's chest with water during every break, and um, Daniel Faraday's still wearing a tie. Yeah. Like, that's important now. Yep, yep, yep. All right, Andrea, anything else? No, that was it. All right. Let's go, guys. Well, thank you so much, and uh, I'm so glad that you had an opportunity to, to spend some time with us here in uh, in the lost capital of the world, which is Hebron, Kentucky. Thank you for letting us in studios. It was lots of fun. It was a lot of fun. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. It was a lot quieter this week watching TV. It was quieter. In a sad way. In a a sad way. Yeah. All right. We'll talk to you soon, Andrea. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. All right. So, Stephanie, gosh, we're already pushing 45 minutes for an initial reaction. If we don't wrap it up now, there will be no weekend show. We will have to wrap it up now. And so it makes me sad that we're not going to take that caller on line 42, but uh, we'll just forward them on to our voicemail line. And... (laughs) And and they can leave some messages uh, for the weekend review show. Um, Jim in Columbus says Hebron and Lost in the same sentence. That's funny. What's so funny about that? <laughs> yeah, this is the lost capital of the world. Or at least it is for us. It is for us and, and the world that is yeah. gspn.tv. All right. So, uh, yeah, that's um, that's our show. That's our initial reaction, our initial thoughts on the show. And uh, we absolutely loved it. It is... You know, uh, episode one, when I watched episode one, was my favorite episode of the season. And then when I saw episode two, it was my favorite episode of the season. And now episode three is my favorite episode this season. Absolutely. I am fully anticipating, fully anticipating that next next week will be my favorite episode of season five to date. So anyway, we are very much. I told you this was going to be my season. Yeah, this is awesome. This is awesome. Yeah. I'm looking forward to next week already. Yes, we we are definitely looking forward to it. But we're also looking forward to hearing from all of you on the West Coast. And those of you who, through whatever means you actually do so over in Europe and other places, 
Uh, however it is that you get the episodes ahead of schedule, uh, we would still love to hear your thoughts, your initial reactions, your questions, your responses to all the crazy stuff we said last weekend. Uh, you can do that, of course, by leaving us a voicemail 24 hours a day, seven days a week at area code 859 Why don't you go ahead and just program it into your phone? I mean, it, it doesn't cost you anything to do that. Of course, <laughs> of course, you should also uh, consider getting a registration membership. It's absolutely free to become a member of the forum over at gspn.tv slash forum. And lots of conversations going to be happening there. I, I'm, certain, I'm certain it's already going on in the forum over at gspn.tv slash forum. Look for the all lost section at the very bottom there. And, of course, we do want to invite you to come back Friday evening at 10, 10 p.m. We did say 10, 10, right? Crap. Yeah. Now I got to look again. <laughs> yeah, you said 10, 10. Yes, it is. 10, 10. So it's, it's 10, 10 on Wednesday and 10, 10 on, on Friday. So good. So, of course, we want to invite you every Wednesday and Friday evening, 10, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, gspn.tv slash live we had a, this is an amazing number of people who have been awesome. joining us here this evening and uh, we'll bring the phone lines back up live again uh, we're just we're just here to have lots of fun and we just want to say thank you to all of you who are listening out there in the podcast that means you guys are plus members and you guys totally rock totally rock and until next time Stephanie we just want to say stay, stay lost, lost.